0: Joining me right now to discuss the markets, give some thoughts on some sector picks. My old friends back, Michael Lee's here, founder of Michael Lee Strategy. Welcome to the NYSE. We haven't seen each other in person in some time. So glad you're here. So, what do you think? Because this market is so hard to navigate. In fact, uh, you're noting that, right? You have multiple, you have bull case, bear case. What's going on here? So. Uh-
1: THIS IS ONE OF THE MOST DIFFICULT MARKETS I'VE EVER SEEN, AND VERY GOOD ARGUMENTS FOR THE MARKET TO GO LOWER AND SUBSTANTIALLY LOWER, BUT MY COUNTER TO THAT IS WHAT OF THAT IS NEW, RIGHT? SO WHAT DO WE NOT KNOW ABOUT INFLATION, THE ECONOMY SLOWING DOWN, WE'RE ALREADY IN A RECESSION, right. EARNINGS AREN'T LOOKING THAT GOOD, BUT I'D SAY THAT OVERBEARISHNESS AND INSTITUTIONAL POSITIONING FOR the, mar- THE BOTTOM TO FALL OUT OF THE MARKET ALMOST MEANS THAT WE'RE NOT GOING TO GO MEANINGFULLY LOWER IN MY, in my VIEW. Uh, I'm interested to see. So, they, they, we closed at 39.09 like a week ago after we came off the 17%. Do we hold that? Are we right. making higher lows, higher highs? OUT OF this, um, out of THE JUNE LOWS. HISTORICALLY, WHEN YOU RALLY 17% OFF THE LOW, THAT'S IT. THAT'S you, IT. YOU DON'T RETEST IT. SO I'M KIND OF IN THAT CAMP, BUT I DON'T SEE THE MARKET RUNNING AWAY HERE EITHER. I THINK WE'RE WAITING ON A FED PIVOT OR A MARKET ANTICIPATION OF A FED PIVOT. AND RIGHT NOW, THAT DOESN'T LOOK LIKE A 2023 STORY. IT LOOKS LIKE A 2024 STORY.
0: REALLY? SO IT COULDN'T HAPPEN BY THE END OF THE YEAR? SO ANY KIND OF MOVES TO THE UPSIDE BETWEEN NOW AND THE END OF THE YEAR WOULD BE Uh, I don't know what you call them, you know, dead cat bounds, bear market rally, or just an opportunity to sell something? What are you thinking? I
1: I think we're range bound. um, And Mm -hmm. um, until new information comes out. So the inflation reading uh, that that we got was definitely a re-rating of expectations uh, that it was still so hot. So if you're at 6 tenths of a percent month over month, at this point in the cycle, inflation's far stickier then I think even the most bearish bear thought, going back six nine right. months ago, most of our, most people that. Didn't think it was transitory, thought by now we'd see a dramatic slowing and we're just not. So that means the Fed is likely to be higher for longer and a longer time for, before we pivot.
0: Right, an aggressive Fed uh, that said they were going to be front-loading. I mean, are you expecting 75 basis points now in this meeting and, and what to follow?
1: Well, so, so right now odds on are we get to 4% by the end of the year. So mm-hmm. I'd imagine 75 basis points here. Fifty right. twenty-five, something along those something lines. Something like that, yeah. And then w- we'll see what next year brings, but I- I'm telling you, I'm watching the CMEs, uh, Fed Funds odds on a daily basis sure. for the first time in my career, right? Really, so. that's so
0: funny. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we've watched over the many, many years because it's so important. And, um, you know, obviously we know they're gonna be making these moves. So you, ha- you really were talking about, the bottom and support levels, and how far we are off the bottom. What's the bullish argument?
1: That everyone's bearish, and that what, contrarian indicators, right? Yeah. Okay. But what, what isn't priced into the market? So, what what is going to be new news that would, could make the situation worse, right? I, until something worse happens, I think everything's pretty much priced in, and nobody's expecting the economy to really turn the dime or heat up. Um, so, I I don't. I think with all that stuff baked in, I don't know how much lower we're going to go, but the flip side is with quantitative tightening and a Fed yeah. potentially getting as high as 4.5 where just a month ago, we were looking at getting to 3.5 and, and cutting 25 basis points next year. It's just going to take longer for the market, I think, to make new highs, which, which is an inevitability.
0: Yeah, understood. Understood. New highs. There's a concept, right? I know that a lot of the traders have been talking about a potential rally ahead of the midterm election but you know as you're saying that could be short-lived if that were to occur tell me a little bit about the strategy here high quality names looking at certain sectors what is it that you like and why
1: so uh i I run a process based on risk reward and right now uh, i've had my overweights my largest position all year has been energy second largest staples third largest utilities they've all done much better than the overall market uh, and, and nothing's really changing in that thesis right there. Right. I think as the market, the market will rotate, I don't know when THAT IS but then you'll look to go to healthcare basics industrials as the economy starts to pick up steam again. But I just don't think we're we're there yet. I would, you know, I would have thought a month ago that if we had much better inflation numbers, the markets, we, we, we would have never ever looked back and we'd probably be on our way to make new highs even by the end of the year. I JUST THINK THAT'S PUSHED OFF TO SOME POINT NEXT YEAR. Uh, IT COULD HAPPEN SOONER. IT COULD HAPPEN LATER. I THINK IF WE GET SIGNS THAT THE UNEMPLOYMENT MARKET IS MUCH WORSE THAN THE FED THINKS, WHICH IS MY OPINION. SO WE'RE AT THE SAME NUMBER OF WORKERS WE ARE NOW AS FEBRUARY 2020. ALL RIGHT? Um, HOW CAN THE UNEMPLOYMENT RATE BE SO LOW IF WE ADDED 3 MILLION PEOPLE TO THE WORKFORCE IN THAT TIME FRAME? RIGHT? SO I I, I THINK A LOT OF THE STATISTICS FOR UNEMPLOYMENT THAT WERE PRE-COVID don't work as well now with the adjustments, people entering the workforce, leaving the workforce. Right, right. A
0: lot of churn, tight labor market. Um, You know, a lot of them are just going back to the old job they had. I mean, I'm not sure how many new jobs are being created and even just finding skilled labor. I mean, there's still a lot of openings. We were talking about jolts. There's still two to one openings if someone is looking for a job. But as we expect, the Fed's gonna hike rates and the job market's gonna you know, cool down a bit. Tell me a little bit about uh, these different picks that you have, XLP, you have XLU, right? The utilities, XLE. Tell me a little bit about these three.
1: So, energy's been my top position for this year. It's been a saving grace with Mm -hmm. everything else that's going on in the market. Right. Um, I don't think that story's over. I think policies worldwide are basically declaring war on fossil fuel, and so we have still the supply, demand, imbalance in there, and that that and Warren Buffett's buying Occidental. His second largest holding is Chevron, and he's he's building these positions as I'm talking about this. That's a pretty good value investor at yeah, in yeah. a time when you should be looking at value names. And then staples and utilities. It's just your yeah. place to hide where you can stay in the market. And it's um, if if I'm wrong and the market absolutely takes off, well. You're still you're still exposed, and if we yeah. have additional sell-offs with this choppy market we're having right now, especially on a risk-adjusted basis, you're going to outperform.
0: Yeah, I mean, those are definitely the defensive plays, and dividend payers too. You know, you get paid to wait at the same time, and you know Warren Buffett and his team also doing their homework. Michael, it's so great to see you come back soon. I always enjoy our conversations. Thank you very very much, Michael Lee, me. founder of Michael Lee Strategy.